Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, where right now you can use code DNVR at sign up and still bet $5 to make $150 in free bets all throughout the NBA Finals. That's with code DNVR on DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm Patrick Lyons. I am Susie Hunter. And I'm Brendan Vogt. Brendan, Brandon Vogte. Brandon Vogte. Back in the house. <laughs> back in the house. And we've got to talk about, gosh, a 4-3 and three Rockies California road trip. What? This never happens. This is awesome. A split in San Diego of a four-game series. And... The first two-game winning streak in over a month, 35-plus games. It, it was the worst streak in franchise history, but that has been snapped. That has been snapped on Sunday. What a yeah. day. It's been since Cinco de Mayo that the Rockies have won two in a row. Yeah, they finally get it done. They're now 27-34, and 34, seven games under 500, six and a half, seven games out of the final wild card spot. But for a team that has struggled at times, you look at the standings and go, hey, not bad for a team that – has had some difficulty at times, but then you look at game two, I mean, even game one on Saturday, and we'll get to the entire weekend of games, but particularly on Sunday, what they were able to do in that 4-2 victory, and you go, this team definitely has potential much better than a club seven games under five hundred. Yeah. Absolutely. This is a team that I think is (laughs) is squarely uh, in that – that kind of like 70 to 75 win range. Yeah. We talked about this off air. They're not a bad team. They're, the blowouts have happened, but there are so many games, maybe not series, but any given game in a vacuum where they seem like they are competitive and they rarely have talent advantages and they haven't always been sharp, but they have put themselves in a position to win an awful lot of these games. And so looking at the standings, well, that's one thing because that division is a nightmare and, probably not going to make much noise anyway but compared to where things looked like they were headed when the team looked like it was ready to maybe let go of the rope and things were really ready to bottom out but they held on and this road trip shows some fight and some willingness not to just roll over this was kind of a pivotal week for them i'm not going to say make or break do or die but you know at some point you know when you look over the course of a 162 game season there's certain things that you have to pinpoint and, and look at to reflect on and say ah this may be where it was it was lost i mean just can't forget that series in the middle of june against the padres back in 2019 where the rockies had the wild card spot and i think they end up splitting and they blew all kinds of leads and we saw that frustration. There were slammed doors in that clubhouse mm. and the season was not the same they We know they didn't make the postseason there in 2019. It was lost. It was almost known at that spot. 
that it was lost. And we could have had that this week, but they rebounded after that four-game losing streak to Atlanta, who still hasn't lost up to that point, at least going into Sunday since then. So now there's another giant Mm -hmm. in the NL East. But the Rockies, they had to do it. At Suze, I think we said, if you can get two wins, you can win (laughs) a game from from, uh, in each of these series. That's something. They went and they doubled that. Four and three in yeah. seven games. I mean, I said going in, just like especially after losing four to the Braves, it's like, you know what? I'm like, if we get one on the road, I would be happy with the one on the road. Right. It was just like, I am not feeling great. And to leave this series with the Rockies having won more than they lost, that's a really nice feeling. Yeah, I was even ready to zoom in even further and just say, can one or two players play well, right? Get things going in the right direction. Not even really worried so much about results, but best of both worlds as, you know, the bats wake up a little bit and and you win the the road trip, kind of hard to believe. But that that was a successful, it was a gut punch, an early gut punch. You hope they don't come that early in the season, but it did, and, and the Rockies steeled up. Yeah, the, the bats might not have been explosive to the tune of tacos, right? Sure. Not, not seven runs, but again, on the road. On the road, though. That was kind yeah. of just enough of what, what you might need. And, you, you know, you also, as you mentioned, you need somebody to step up. There were three players who stepped up, but ultimately, majority decided, today's DraftKings Sportsbook, king of the game, Jonathan Daza. Goes three for five, scores an important run there uh, early on in the game. To, to give the Rockies a nice little lead. But most importantly, he took a run off the board with a, a catch that goes up there, probably not as as nice of a grab as that Randall Grichuk play out in right center field. That was in Texas there. Uh, I believe that was in game four. Uh, but this one pulled back a home run, kept them you know, with the lead. It, it just, just a great, great play. And so he uh, was, was head and shoulders a little bit above, just enough to be the DraftKings Sportsbook king of the game. He was great. I mean, yeah. This was also a tough call. I mean, we talked about Marquez, too, especially. I mean, we'll get into him, too, because we're finally seeing the Marquez we know and love. But Jonathan Daza just was so great today. So electric. And he did it because Charlie Blackman was was out, right? So, I mean, day off, great, great, fine. But uh, instead of batting fifth like he had been, which was really weird, I tweeted that out on Saturday that – your cleanup hitter, 14 home runs. Your number five hitter, zero. Yeah. And then he goes and, and uh, does a bat second. And he goes, okay, that's all right. We're going to have a different number five hitter, Jose Iglesias. And his zero home runs, which that's kind of baseball in 2022 a little bit. Mm. The zero home runs, the, dis- the discrepancy between your right. fourth hitter and right. your fifth hitter is kind of weird. Yeah. But he does that and sets the table in a real big way. Uh, you also have to give a, a nice nod to Ryan McMahon, who mm-hmm. had that huge defensive play. Uh, made that a couple a nice plays, but one real big one, right? That was a butte, that diving play. Oof. And, and that two RBI double that right. gave them the lead there in the eighth in such a big spot with two outs. So very clutchy, very clutchy game by McMahon. Yeah. We love Rymac doubles too, especially when they're productive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the defense was all around a, a, a plus for the Rockies today, which is yeah. fun to say again. Some some timely double plays, but some clutch individual plays that we just mentioned there. A lot of guys stepped up today. This was a game that it could easily be 4-2 San Diego, it feels like. So you're, you're thrilled to see it go Colorado's way. Yeah, they've had a lot of those kind of close games where you're right, it goes, goes the opposite way. Uh, I think maybe it was game one. The Padres only had three hits. 
And on one of the games, the, the Padres had three hits, and it was it was very rare uh, to lose a game where you only give up three hits, right? I was crunching some numbers because it, it seems like there have been a lot of games this year, those those games you can win. You know, right? There's a baseball adage that a third of the games you're going to win, a third you're going to lose, and then really it's what happens in those the other third, right? The, the, the 54 games. Right. What's going to happen there that decides – you know, whether or not you're going to the postseason or not. And I think all of those games, it's gone down to defense. When the Rockies' defense doesn't show up, they lose. And when the other team's defense doesn't show up, we saw it in San Francisco where they made four errors. It was the same thing. So I went and I crunched the numbers. Oh, my gosh, he did. He did. Of he did. I had to go, no, no spreadsheet. Stathead, oh. a.k.a. Pathead. Uh, thanks to, <laughs> for, to Ryan Herrera over there at uh, CHGO Cubs. But when the Rockies have made three or more errors, going back to 1993, uh, mm-hmm. 262 winning percentage. So they've only won 37 out of 141 games. So mm-hmm. really bad. And then the opposite is true. When the opponent has made three or more errors, Colorado is 726. So mm-hmm. 143 out of 197 games. So it's actually happened more that the defense has done it, which speaks to the fact that Rockies have typically had really solid defense right. throughout most of their franchise. This is good to know. And don't, I, don't sleep when you're playing the Rockies, you know? <laughs> but it's really been a splinter this year, and it definitely feels like the ex, the swing factor right now in, in any one game that they play. And we, we I've used this line several times on the show, but right, competitive but not sharp, and that is maybe the best example you can point to of, of, of how that manifests and what that looks like. Yeah, they. I like how you phrase that too, competitive but not sharp, because the games where they're making those errors, they're not – they're on the border of competitiveness. Clearly not sharp, sure. but they're not being competitive. And that's, again, that's the difference between being a 75-win team versus being an 85-win exactly. team. Exactly, yep. They're still without Chris Bryant. Uh, we've we've got some news on him, but we've got news on the Stanley Cup Finals. We got a date Wednesday. It's going down Wednesday night. We're going to be open here down the corner of Colfax, New York, at the DNVR bar, where you know if you're a member, even if you're not a member right now and you go and sign up for 50 cents for your first month, you're still going to get in to get that member-sized beer. You can get some good price breaks on all the different things we've got going on with tailgates, party buses, you name it, all throughout the year. You're going to get those extra raffle tickets as well at the watch party so you can win some more free gear when you're down here at the bar. And you get all of our great written content and, and you name it. Exclusive access to us on the members-only Discord. That's the dnvr.com. Now only 50 cents for your first month. And as we said at the top of the show, NBA Finals is still going on. 2-2 right now, so it's a pretty good one. Entertaining, wouldn't you say, Brendan? Oh, really entertaining. And uh, I feel like the Nuggets are in it because I want the Celtics <laughs> to lose that badly. And I am up there sweating it out with the actual fans of these two teams. But it's been a fun series and a, a big Game 5 coming up tomorrow. So when you sign up using code DNVR and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, you make a $5 bet and you pick the winner, you get 150 in free bets. If you have got uh, same-game parlays, if you have three or more legs and one of them doesn't pay out, you actually get $25 back. It's a great way to hedge your bet. That happened to me very recently. And so are you are you betting with more of your, your heart than, than your head? Because yeah. it sounds like, like you said, you, you want the Warriors to win, not Absolutely. the Celtics. Absolutely, and <laughs> I don't recommend that. But when you have little <laughs> promos coming to you from our friends at DraftKings, there are ways to recoup your money, ways to, to hit on some no-brainers when they come your way.
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Again, use promo code DNVR, where your $5 bet can turn into 150 in free bets. If you pick the winner at any point of the NBA Finals, must be 21 or older. Colorado-only new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We did it last week when I said take the Avs in game one. Not just the win, not just the money line, but giving away a goal and a half. So you get a better, better payout. They ended up winning. Big one. We all got tacos, right? Eight to mm-hmm. six W against the Oilers. We're going to have to do that again in the finals. Obviously, our hearts and our minds both see a much better Colorado Avalanche team. But if you want some payout, because if you pick them to win, I think it's minus 180 right now in DraftKings Sportsbook. But if you're trying to win some dough on top of mm. feeling really good about it, you pick the amount of games that the Avs are going to win in. And so... I'm going with five games, wow. and if I'm right on that, that is plus 400. Ooh. So don't just bet the team to win the cup. Hmm. Do it in five games, Patty and it's going to be plus Patty 400. Bets. <laughs> if you want to sweep, it's plus 800. Pat King Sportsbook. That could happen. <laughs> Do it. Uh, so my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week is the Avs to win the Stanley Cup Finals in five games, plus 500. Lock it in. See at the parade. Lock it in. Ooh. What a heat check. Oh, my God. What a heat check. The enthusiasm here. Let's go. Pure I, fire sign energy right here. I am enthusiastic about the starting rotation because that's yeah. been the defense has let the Rockies down time and time again this season. Can't happen, but you're starting to see, you know, the chinks in the armor, if you will, and you say, ah, you know what? Okay, maybe this team wasn't going to be as good as we had hoped defensively, but the rotation – Come on. We've been through this before. It's why 69 and a half wins was too low. DraftKings Sportsbook. Thanks for the thanks for the money there. Obviously, we're taking the over on that. Still, that's a gimme. And it's all because of the starting rotation. We've been through this. Right. They had been disappointing. And on this road trip, outside of Chad Cool, you got a quality start from everyone in the rotation to get things back on track. And I, I know I mentioned this a little bit before, but it's so nice to see Herman Marquez oh. pitching like the Herman Marquez we know and love. This is this is huge, and I feel bad for not giving him the up arrow in our game the other day. But I feel like we can now, right? Two. I can, now two, I feel okay doing right. that. It constitutes My apologies an to upswing the, <laughs> to the whole Marquez family. And really, that that's all that it was speculated that he needed because he had plenty of those just. Plain old quality starts or close, like quality. You know, a, a sometimes a Coors Field quality start can be five innings pitched, four runs. Like sometimes that, you know, it, it, it's one inning off, right? Instead of six and three, it's five and four. But he had a lot of six and fours going out there or four run innings, and it just wasn't enough to help out his confidence at all. And I think that start that we saw to to start this uh, road trip. Was It was just a quality start. It was six innings, three earned runs, but it was enough for the Rockies right there and to go ahead and uh, and win that game one against San Francisco. And everyone else really, again, outside of Chad Cool, they were all able to do it. All right. The group of, of five of the six starters gave up three runs or less, and uh, everyone but Freeland had recorded five to seven strikeouts in their start. Season high, six strikeouts for Antonio Senzatella. This is precisely what the Rockies needed to salvage this season and say, all right, they've, they've now bought two to three more weeks right. of keeping an eye on them and not totally writing them off yet. It's still an uphill battle, mm-hmm. no doubt. But now they're coming back home. 
three against Cleveland, three more against the Padres. You shove again. Mm. This is what they needed. Yeah, for sure. And especially heading into this season, you know, on paper, this rotation looks amazing. And then it, for them to not be performing up to those expectations early on in the season like we're at now, that was frustrating. But now I feel like, okay, we're back on track. Definitely. And yeah. and Chad Cool, I, you know, the one guy who, who didn't do it recently also deserves credit for being the guy who hang in there and was the best pitcher to start the season while they waited yeah. for the top of the rotation to get some feet underneath them. And then Herman, you just want to see him pitching confidently because he, he his stuff is electric, even if it, it has looked a little flatter of late. And he is the guy that, that has that potential to, to a, a really, I think, of any Rocky starter to wow you. So oh, yeah. you want to see him get back in the in the right direction with just quality starts first and foremost. But build on that, pitch confidently because he's the one guy to me that has the the potential to be more than just a quality start guy. But uh, oh, thank God he's on the mound tonight, kind of guy. You know, and this is good timing too because isn't his bobblehead giveaway on Saturday? Bingo! There yeah, you go. there we That's go. All, all signs are pointing to a trend up. Okay, let's actually, go. He's starting that game too. Which, yes. I mean, if, if I'm looking ahead using my crystal ball and trying to think of the rotation, <laughs> he would be starting. It's similar to Kyle Freeland mm-hmm. uh, starting on the, the City Connect Day. Mm. Yo, so, we like that good timing. Good things usually happen. Like, I, I'm sure I'm sure there's a page Knock out there. Knock on wood. You do, you, do, you do a quick Google search of players and what they did on their bobblehead day. I'll never forget going to a Phillies game. It was Shane Victorino, Victorino Hula doll, Ooh. Hula bobblehead. Oh, wow. And... Uh, I think he had a walk-off home run. Yo, bring that bobblehead in. I want to see it. I got there late. I did not get oh. it. I was not amongst the first 15,000. Oh, that hurts. Yes. That I know. hurts a lot. That, that was a tough <laughs> day. I got, I got a lot of other ones. I got a weird Austin uh, Aaron Nola one at a Lehigh Valley oh, Iron no Pigs way. game. We'll, we'll have to tap into that. There were a lot of weird <laughs> things that usually seems to happen on these weekend <laughs> series. We'll see. We'll do our best to cover all of them. Uh, like... Carlos Estevez pitching in both ends of a double header, which I thought was almost like an impossibility in 2022, but he was on the mound for the final pitch in both game one and game two game one. You had the error uh, by Elias Diaz. So a walk-off win for the Padres. The second time Estevez was on the mound for a walk-off error in extra innings this week. That's fun. (laughs) And then he goes and he closes the door there, not a save opportunity, but does it in game two. So that was weird. And really nice to see Estevez finally be able to shake his catcher's hand and say, hey, we did it together. Yeah. And not, sorry, guys, You know, even though it's not his fault. But sure. eh, he got hung with two losses this week when he didn't deserve either one of them. Yeah, I mean, losing on an error like that is tough. But <sighs> yeah. it was nice that we turned it around. We, uh, it was not nice of us to have jinxed Connor Joe. Oh. Ooh, yeah. Us or our <laughs> graphics department? I yeah, think we know, put we the request in. So. Yeah. Shift the blame. Yeah, no, yeah, I would love to shift the blame. Thanks. <laughs> we, we had like 36 hours of conversations. Like, all right, let's roll this out. I'm like, mm, we got t-shirt potential here. T-shirt depending. potential. It, it was a TSP situation. T-shirt potential. And I was like, we got to get it going. And then it's, oh, he's got one more AB. Hold on with the request. All right, just forget it now. So we we put up a big graphic for his thirty five on for thirty five game on base consecutive streak, and then and then it, it ended. You know, I've so I uh, in in my philosophy studies, Patrick, I read a lot about the alleged impossibilities of a private language, 
how for something to be a language, it, it by definition cannot be private. But you put this to the test, my friend, because sometimes you have a whole just <laughs> lexicon. You say things and they're not expressions to anyone else but you. Really? You'll be like TSP. That's T-shirt potential. That. You're like, that's not a thing. You made that up right now. Yeah. There's a whole language to you, Patrick. Right. And you're the only one that speaks it. Some people do. It, it's like five. It's a five, six year journey. Okay. It's a master's. It's definitely a master's course. Like it, it, it will take a while where I'll say those things. You're like, that is a crazy stat. Can you believe it? Like, no, clearly that couldn't have been a fact. Like obvious. What? No. Why would you believe that? And then there are other things you go. Is that a joke? No, no. He, it's really the, the first time in 35 games they've won back to back. Yeah. I'm learning how to work with you. Bro. I'm still it learning how to not. read Patrick. Yeah. But that was very well put. Thank you. It, it Brandon Vajate. Brandon Vajate. <laughs> uh, we're we're going to have to revisit that. You know what? Just for that, we're going to revisit that. Um, I Did anybody else think that there was that potential for Jose Iglesias to make the Javi Baez base running play of the year in game one where he ran back to second base and Machado had the, the ball and was like, all right, well, I know you got to come this way. All right, whatever. And then he tried to dive around him and almost got in. It was really close. I, I love that. I, I love that he tried that. I, You know, and it was so funny, too. And I love when weird things like that happen in baseball because that is just what makes baseball so much fun. Very true. Um, uh, it was fun, but it wasn't embarrassing. And that's that's the key. <laughs> it's I don't know. This dates back to my little league days, but I have such a naive hope for the runner in those situations. Yeah. You know what I mean? I always have this hope for the the biggest juke you've ever seen in your life, uh, and and I always believe in those guys stuck out there in no man's land. I'm curious if someone spoke to Iglesias after Friday night because there was a play where I think he hit a ground ball to the to the pitcher. Maybe it was the first baseman, and he stopped short of first base. And I was like, oh, here we go. We could have something. You know, he's, he's probably going to be out because no one's going to make that same play again like we saw last year in Pittsburgh with Javi Baez. But he turned around and then walked back to the dugout, and he, he wasn't called out yet. And again, he was going to be called out mm-hmm. unless one in a billion thing happened. So I'm wondering if someone talked to him and just said, just finish the play. Like, just get tagged, or if you stop where you're at, wait to see what they do, and then, and then keep going. So... That kind of, you know, almost manifested itself. Do we know if the Padres manager has COVID or may have COVID? Did, did, it was weird. Between games one and game yeah, two. that's weird. The Bob Melvin of the Padres no longer could manage because he, he didn't. I don't believe he's on the COVID IL, but he did, quote, enter COVID protocol. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. The word protocol is key here. That's true. I don't. Did he take a PCR in between games? Is that is that part of the protocol? That was just really strange. So of course you had him and his bench coach were both out. And so who would you who would you guess would be like the third string? Like if we're doing chain of command after the bench coach, who do you think would be the next logical person to be the manager? Third base coach? I like that, yes. Who's probably a hitting coach or a defensive fielding coach yeah. of some sort? That I would go along with that. So for the Padres, it was their quality control coach. Huh. Which well, that's quite the jump. Is a weird <laughs> thing. Yeah, Ryan Flaherty, former big leaguer. Kind of, yeah. If you look on their like their listing of coaches, he is towards the bottom. But mm-hmm. I think if you're the quality control I, I don't know what that job is. I don't. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna go ahead and try to speculate. I think you're doing a little bit of everything, but you're also just going around asking those questions. But why? Why is that important? Is that a good, 
You know, it's like the scene in, in Office Space. So what is it that you do here, Bob? So that's what he said to Bob Melvin, I'm imagining. And then he said, <laughs> okay, I'm going to be the manager. Yeah, I don't. I really do wonder what the chain of command is with that. But Black was asked before the game, uh, Jerry Schemmel asked him on KOA, and obviously it would be Mike Redman, who's managed before in the past when Bud Black was unavailable. And he didn't give a definitive answer. He said, well, Daryl Scott, he's the pitching coach. He'll make the pitching decisions, which now, because in the past in National League Baseball, you take a pitcher out, and you're like, oh, well, you just killed my double switch because we we're going to put a left fielder in defensively, right, to change the spot in the order. Now at the DH, it's a non-factor. He'll, he'll deal with the pitchers, and then Stu Cole and Ron Gideon will kind of arm wrestle to make the decisions It'll be a group effort, group thing situation. Hmm. Hey, are you ready for a description that doesn't help you at all? Sure. Wikipedia tells me that an MLB quality control coach, their primary duties include preparing for the game by analyzing game film for statistical analysis. That is an empty sentence. Wow. That didn't, so that, I'm no closer to the answer than I was before. Almost. Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. That, was, uh, that was very strange. All right, so for speaking about chain of command... If uh, President Tyler Kinley is on the IL, which we did get news on Sunday, he yes. went to the IL. Rookie Chad Smith is back up. Chad Smith, Brendan, what are we giving that name on? I don't know if we want to put it on a scale. Is that just a kind of pedestrian name? Does it sound like more of a, a tight end out of you know Chad Smith University it, of Utah it, it, BYU? It, what kind of a name is that? I don't know. It kind of gives me like uh, dude, where's my car vibes? You know, Ooh, Chad okay. Smith, just like. 90s white guy, okay. oversized clothes. All right, we'll have to get you here onto the IMDb page yeah. of uh, Dude Wears My Car. Was Ashton Kutcher's character named Chad, Chad Smith, Smith, or was it Sean William Scott? Was he the other one? Who was the other guy that was in it? Oh, you know who Chad Smith is? He's the isn't he the the drummer for the Chili Peppers? Yes, oh, that's right. He's the one yeah, who looks a, like Will Ferrell. Who also who looks like Will Ferrell? He looks a lot like Will. It's Ferrell. so scary how yes. much he looks like Will Ferrell. He is Will Ferrell, just so you guys know. I mean, yes. have you ever seen them in the same room? No, <laughs> no, I. Haven't. As I said that, I looked them up, and there's a picture of both of no! them. <laughs> so. No, I hate that they met. This ruins my theory. So President Kinley is out now and on the IL. Yes. Does who, he have a vice president? That's the question, right? right? Like, who has a vice presidential type name? Is it just Susie? On the Rockies. <laughs> is, it just, is Susie <laughs> just the president now? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think Lucas Gilbreth almost sounds like it, it's very vice presidential. Um, a since, since you no. brought up Lucas Gilbreth, I want to mention a funny tweet that I saw from a couple of, I mean, I guess a oh, week or so that? ago at this point. Right. I mean, What? Uh, you're going to say this on air? Okay. I am going to say it. <laughs> Someone tweeted that Gilbreth <laughs> would be a devastating name for a fish. Devastating was the key word Susie's that ended me. Susie's really excited me. about this. I think it's so funny. I just, it's, I don't think it's a burn. I think it's so funny. No, right. I mean, that's what, Oh. if a fish was saying that to another fish, that's a burn. Right? Wow. Yeah, you're right. No, yeah, that's true. That's good. Yeah. Um, sorry, I needed, I needed to get that out. I, and I'm not sorry. It is a name that you could probably fake a lot of people into thinking was a vice president. Yeah, for sure. Gilbert, I think yeah. so. If that was, if you nice gave me logical. true or false, I'd probably guess true. Chad Smith, that. no. No. Just, but if you said Lucas Gilbreth was a vice president at one point, I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. I could, I would buy that. Like, I would buy that. Who's the president? Millard Fillmore? Yeah, I'm throwing around Millard Fillmore references, folks. If you had that on your bingo card, <laughs> you can cross it off. All right. Uh, speaking of do. crossing things off, one of the best stories from Friday night, Chad Cool, he may have been hung with a loss on Friday night, but he was not hung with a loss in the game within a game, tic-tac-toe. 
How great was that? Mm. Joe Musgrove went out first inning. Now, this was the move. You don't just set up the tic-tac-toe board because it just looks like maybe you were doing something with your cleats. And you don't just leave it there for the other guy to assume what was happening. You make the first move. And you don't just make any first move. You don't go in the center. You take one of the corners and you really learn the guy in like, huh? You're just going to leave that center square just wide open? It was great. First of all, corner square is a great first move. No. That's my first move. No way. Center square is for losers, honestly. If you start a tic-tac-toe game like that, get out of here. I you don't know what you're doing. I haven't played enough tic-tac-toe in my life to have a strong opinion on it. I actually, I played Wait. some tic-tac-toe on Friday night because you can go onto Google and type in tic-tac-toe and there's a tic-tac-toe game on Google. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do that I right now. I think, I think we need to have a poll after this. Like, who had the worst takes? I don't know what takes I've had yet that are the worst. But going in the center is not the move. And then I've never played enough tic-tac-toe games in my life. What were your games as a kid, Brendan? To kill time. Video in games. Class. Hmm. No, but in class. In class. You have his, his D- doodle paper. jump, bro. I was the the Whoa, eye touch that? generation. What's doodle jump? What's what? Doodle you don't know what doodle jump is? It's like the f- one of the first mobile game sensations. It was We're like the one where you on what device? Pencil and yeah. paper. <laughs> no, I'm saying I didn't play pe- pencil and paper. He's, he lives in a post pencil I'm, and I'm paper a digital generation. Native, bro. Are we uncovering the fact that Brendan Vote came from the first ever STEM school in New Jersey? Like, what? How do you not have a pen and pe- paper to just doodle and do stuff? I'm, I wasn't much of a of a, a arts wasting? guy, art and craft guy. Hmm. You were paying attention in school? No, I was playing on my phone, Patrick. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Oh, trying to tell okay. you desperately. All right. All right. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, that that's that's like that generation gap. Like the, the one, We've just, the this is off. a very that's, clear I indication wow. of the gap. That blew, blew my mind. I guess there you go. So no Hangman? Oh, I did play a little bit of Hangman. Oh, okay. Actually, that was your game? I, I recently played Hangman uh, on a on a date night with Michelle. <laughs> oh, they, that's they adorable. They left crayons on the table. Yeah, I thought it was adorable. She didn't. That's amazing. Yeah, All right. I like that. Are you competitive when it comes to like board games I'm and competitive stuff like about that? everything, unfortunately. Wow. I don't think I am, you know, and then it starts. And then it clicks yeah. when you're in that competition. I, I don't know if I'm competitive or if I'm just, a, I'm a sore loser. I'm a mm. bad loser. I don't like so losing. you just say, I just better win at this then. Yeah, so I'm, I'm cool. Lose. I'm like, oh, I'll just play. It'll just be fun until I realize I'm losing and then I, something turns on. And then it feels on. bad, you know? Yeah. Like if I don't get the validation of winning, I crumble. Yeah. I yeah. really do. I'm, I'm pretty crazy competitive. But I wouldn't, if I was playing with my wife, I wouldn't have done Brendan's move of like using a Latin phrase in the game. Like, Vini, Vini, Dici. Yeah, yeah. Vini, oh, Vini, I Vini, Vini, I'm not trying to lose on date night. And you're like, uh, hey, hangman. man, come on. Yeah. It's, it's, it's out there. It's it's common Latin term. Actually, the, her real response was, can you please stop playing with crayons? You're oh. like 30. So I'm going to try to wow. focus up on what the next What were you playing with? Cray- crayons? Crayons. crayons. I say crayons. You went crayons on that. I do. I say that crayons. Your, Are you a crayon? Gra- is it crayons? Crayon. It's crayon. I go crayon. Yeah. But no, crayon is, is one of the two acceptable terms like caramel and caramel. No. It's caramel. Those are I the mean, letters in I the word. I say caramel, too. Yeah, because those are the letters in the word. It's accepted, though. We found it's something accepted. Susie's passionate about. But to you, be fair, not... every single one of you guys is from the East Coast. No, but I'm saying the word caramel has an A in there. You can't pronounce it's it caramel because you're just skipping over a whole letter. Caramel? Since we're doing uh, letter corner here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is, I'm sorry, Rockies fans. but Never apologize. Brett Favre. <laughs> 
His name's not Favre, and we've all just been That's running with it for his entire life. You know what? That's fair, but... There should be... Impl- I'm, I'm with Susie. There should be implications to where you put letters. Implications. Okay, there are consequences, consequences. to this. Consequences. There we go. All right. This kind of blew my mind if we're talking about weird and wild stats and figures. Mm-hmm. The first ever doubleheader the Rockies ever played in was in 1993. It was, it was in August, and it was against San Diego in San Diego. Oh, that was the only doubleheader they've ever played in San Diego before Saturday. That's, That's wild. Right? That is weird. It doesn't rain in San Diego? I mean, it kind of doesn't. But Not yet. Doesn't. Actually, kind of no. Not really. So it almost makes sense. But And, and so really, you could still say a, a, a true doubleheader has, still hasn't been played since that first year. Because this was only scheduled because the first week of games was canceled. Yeah. So this wasn't a rain out that they're making up. Mm-hmm. So they... 1993, August 6th, they had to make it up, and they they have yet to have to make up another game in San Diego before. Patrick, I would weird. I would call that weird, wild, and wonderful. It, it's yeah. all of those things. It's all yeah. of those things. Almost sounds like a segment. <laughs> weird, it, it wild, Almost. and wonderful. <laughs> all right. Bef- before we, 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 we were off the rails, we might as well get back to it. Yes. We Should we get, get back, back on the rails? No, get back off. We're going to get back oh, off, okay. off the get rails. Oh, Perfect. Okay. I love being off right. the rails. So I thought about this because okay. Brian MG's been coming on and you're dipping your toes in, in the baseball and the basketball water. That's right. Uh, He's just water, also playing tic-tac-tac. Water, I was here. actually. I was. <laughs> and I, I uh, didn't win. Right, we're played against, against the computer. the computer? Oh, my god! I didn't lose, though. Okay, that's fine. That's we, fine. We washed. Because you never used pencil and paper to ever play a game like Dots. Which was I've one never of my dots. favorite games. Which one dots. dots? Do you you just make our like ten by ten rows of dots, and you connect the dots, and if you complete a box, you put your letter inside the box. I've never played dots. I filled up a whole notebook with my best friend in in high school. That's adorable. For, it was Patrick. fantastic. But but then by the time you get to the end, because you're trying not because if you make two boxes, you can give somebody else the opportunity to make four boxes. So by the end, it's really who can find an open spot that like hmm. doesn't lead to a box. It's a great game. Cootie catchers, do we remember those? Oh yeah. Cootie catchers I played. Of okay. course. We called them fortune tellers though. That might be pl- more politically correct. I mean, although cootie catcher is just you know, the germs cootie. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's um, what we called them, but you're probably right. No, <laughs> they were they were scale missing of wokeness something. back here, in that Philly, way. they were fortune tellers. Fortune tellers. I like that. Okay. All right. So there people would be interested to know because we were, t- we're talking about him and his name on uh, last week's show on Thursday or Friday's podcast. If, if you're not watching live or after What are you doing if you're not watching YouTube, live? On DNVR Sports Channel. But Nikola Jokic, people would be surprised to know the Nuggets could possibly draft another guy named Nikola Jokic. Jovic. Jovic. With a V. Same spelling. No. no, with a different letter. One Wait. different letter. Oh, it's really? It's one different letter. Oh, this just totally blows up this whole game. No, I no, no. It's close be... enough, though. It's Jovic. It's, uh, really? Yeah, it's a, yeah. Instead of Jokic, it's Jovic. Look at that. Okay. That's so funny. But th- that's still like that's so... That's why I'm here. It's so close that it's hilarious. It's insane. And uh, they've never <laughs> talked to each other, which I did not expect, hmm. both being phenoms. Are they both from Serbia? Yeah. And they never talked wow. to each other. Oh, how about that? I feel like Serbia is not big enough for two guys like well, that to have not been in it, touch. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? For like in the basketball world, you'd think, but you no, would think no relationship, no relation. That hasn't stopped a lot of Nuggets fans from wanting them to draft him just for the vibes. Yeah, which you can't really blame them for. You I know? mean, yeah, this whole city is kind of running on vibes, so that's right. 
Why not? So I used a website. I don't know what it's called, and I don't know what information they've now gotten from me. But I found that there are, I, I think it's according to a recent census, five people in the U.S. with the name Nikola Jokic. Really? What? Yes. So rank the people on the set right now. Whose name is more common? Brendan Vogt? Oh. Suzanne Hunter? Or Patrick Lyons? Oh, this is why you were asking what my real name is. Yeah, I, I, I figured it out, but still <laughs> needed to get your approval. I mean, that's that's why you were going through my wallet so looking at my driver's license our, earlier. That's why you were yes. going through my mail in my trash. <laughs> I had to come morning. up with this quick se- segment as a, an yeah. alibi. Uh, no, I, I have a game I'm coming up with. Yeah. <laughs> so, so rank it. Who do you think has the most common oh. name in the U.S.? Me? Yeah. Are right, you going with Ms. Hunter? And then Patrick. And then me. And, and then, then me. you're going to go yours. I last. would do, see, I would do Patrick, then me. Because there aren't a lot of Suzannes, but there are a lot of Patricks. But mm. we're doing both names, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because you're right, because Suzanne specifically. Yeah, that's a very, it's not a very common name. Yeah, Maybe. I just felt like your last name would come up a good amount. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, that opens it up to more, right? There's more hunters. There's I know, more, I know. The Suzanne possibilities. But AKA I think. SPs. I think. Patrick, there are more Patrick Lyons than okay. Susie Hunters. Okay, you're part. Or Susie's Hunter versus Patrick's Lion. <laughs> I sorry, I'm not <laughs> I'm sure where I would. I would have had us as actually being very close. Yeah, because I I know of a few like Patrick. I have a cousin with the exact same name. Mm-hmm. Um, There's so one. It's, we know it's, of at least it's one. Deceivingly Susie. common, and so I I probably would have had us in front of uh, Brendan Vote. So the most popular name, 208 in the U.S. as of like the last census. Suzanne Hunter. Let's go. Huh. Yes. Vote Stradamus. Second. <laughs> no. Sorry. With 98. Don't let other people and do one that of them does, to me. Shout out to Patrick Lyons on Twitter who follows me. I was going to say, there's another Patrick yeah. Lyons that I know follows DNVR. <laughs> What's up, Patrick? Um, 98. No, 98. that is not fair. And No freaking way. All right. So now let's see how close we can get to Brendan Votes. You hear? You want to throw toss out a guess? How many Brendan votes are there? I want to say there's five. Uh, it, should, it should really be one letter off of vote since the whole thing of Nikola Jokic and Nikola Jovic right, is off right. by one letter. But we're going to go with right. how many Brendan votes do you think there are in the U.S.? I will say there, there, there is a Bren, Brennan vote spelled all the exact same way, but it's a it's a D. It's an, a second N instead of a D. Brennan vote who uh, blogs about the avalanche and he lives in Denver. Oh yeah. You guys are starting oh, a pot so together, weird. right? It's really weird. It's I didn't really know weird. that. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't want, didn't mean to steal your moment, bud. Uh, you already did, man. I don't want to do this anymore. Okay, oh. cool. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing around 500. What? No. Okay. So you think it's more common than, yes, than I both do. Ours. All right. Oh, so he's, he just thinks I got curveball vibes. Okay. Yep. That's what you hear. Oh, right. Cause we can never predict what Patrick is doing right. or thinking. And you at know any what? Now that time. he says that, I I'm going to have to have you guys close your laptops <laughs> just here so that we, we don't have any cheating over here. No, I'm not cheating. Uh, and, uh, Brendan, Brendan is still playing tic tac toe. Brendan STEM school votes. I'm trying to figure out what the right first number. Come on. 37. Okay. I think there are five. The answer is five what? no way five she got it she was I didn't cheating look it up. no i swear no five God, i didn't look it up wait, push the mics wait. away and shout look at the chat too james partney snuck it in there. james nailed it why do you guys five. both know that? Uh, that that was it's a good guess
Yes. Oh, listen, Brendan. Because I'm also, oh my gosh. If one of you is out there listening, watching. Any of the Brendan votes. Remember, Shouts. if you are a member to the DNVR.com, now only 50 cents for your first <laughs> month, you get a member-sized beer. It, also, if your name is Brendan Vote, we will hook you up with a member-sized beer. Those are the perks you get um, that by being should, a member and being named Brendan Vogt. That should be a promotion, actually. Five. Wait, so my quest Brendan to be... Brendan Vogt night. My, I full-on screamed into the microphone. I here. can't I you hope got that your right. eardrums are I, okay. I was shouting up here, so I think it's okay. I screamed right into this thing. Dude, my quest to be the most niche famous Brendan vote in the United States is extremely attainable. Mm-hmm. Very. There's well, only you're five. In the t- you're already in the top five, bro. Dude. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. Let's go. But then again, I feel like I'm the most famous Susie Hunter. You, you might be. I'm going to Susie oh, Hunter. So, oh, yeah. So that was the whole thing I was thinking about in my drive down to the bar. I'm like, I think I'm also the most famous Suzanne Hunter. There, there are 208 Suzanne Hunters, mm-hmm. but there's only one Susie Hunter. I mean, there's actually, so there I think, go. like 10 Susie Hunters okay, or something right. well, like that, that, but... All right, well, now we can't use this clip. Great. All right. No, delete the whole show, that actually. That was going to be for social, I thought. It was oh, there is a, there's an American author and former journalist, so we'll have to see if Named, you can upstage her. Is that me? Suzanne Hunter. No, oh, it's not you. Because I'm also a, well, soon-to-be author. Oh, that's true. And journalist. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And it's not you. Oh, that's fun. I've never heard of this other Suzanne Hunter. Well, you learn something new every day. What if it's just you in a different dimension, and it's just like writing everything you're doing? Yo, that would happen in 2022, though. So, wait, how many Chris Bryants are there, and do you think any other of them are good at baseball? <laughs> and will they play for the Rockies? And are they healthy? Well, he's he's back. He was swinging. He was doing some dry swings. He was taking some tosses. So, he, hey, travel, he traveled to the exciting. team. Mm-hmm. So, that's something. That's definitely something positive. Uh, you hear your uh, suggestion about alternate dimensions was brought to you by Ripple Dissolvables and Lightshade Dispensary. Oh. That was, was kind of out there, uh, but I like it. <laughs> right now, you can get 25% off when you go into any of Lightshade's 11 Denver metro area dispensaries. It's a great place to walk in, get a new product, find out what's new, what kind of deals they got, especially if you don't know a ton. And even if you do know a ton, they might put you onto something even better. I do it when I'm going to different coffee uh, roasteries, things of that nature. It's just a tip. It's like when you go to a nice restaurant, you go, you tell like, what are the, what are the, uh, what's good here? Yeah. What's good? Specials is where I was looking for. Oh, what are but the I specials? I always like to ask, what do you like? And you're like, oh, well, the best thing that we got, that's what you should get. Not, I just go, I'll just get the good? chicken. Yeah. I'll what's just get good? the chicken fingers. And you're like, dude, find out what's best there and they will hook you up. And that's what Light Shade Dispensary is going to do. They're also going to give you 25% off. With code DNVR, the 6th Ave location is eight minutes away. Super, super close. And then when you get the munchies, naturally, you're going to go over to Sexy Pizza. Yes. And you got a couple more hours left. If you're watching this live, you can use code DNVRAVS to take 15% off your order. But if you're listening to this as a podcast, don't fret because you know what? At least you'll be able to pick one up at any of their four Denver metro area locations. We're talking South Pearl, Jefferson Park, Park Hill, and Capitol Hill. It's as local as local can get. They're also supporting your local charities. Check out their uh, donations link page, their about page on www.sexy.pizza. Best URL in the game. It is. Easily. 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 Do we know if sexy.pizza.com was taken? That's what I want to know. Is that possible? Are you allowed to do that with websites? Brendan STEM school vote? I'm, I'm just looking it up. I'm just typing just, that into it. Okay, so it well, can't be reached. So someone's no. getting a virus. Uh, but you will not when you go to Sexy Pizza. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm getting uh, a lot of weird results here. They also have one down in Trinidad too, so so help them out and do that. Yeah, there were uh, a couple other Rockies notes. Yes, we've got still more Rockies talk uh, before we go off the rails again. We, we brought it back. We we found our way back. It's just one of those days. Alex Colomay, we got to give him a shout out. He's been fantastic. Yeah. I mean, the whole bullpen and was fast. fantastic. Well, yes. faster. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. The, I think uh, Ty Block was the only one who gave up a run this uh, the entire time, and he had to go in to log multiple innings on Friday night. Otherwise, bullpen was perfect in, what, 24 innings? Something like that. 24 innings in California. They didn't give up a run. That's crazy. Yeah, that was the real surprise to me on this road trip. You definitely were sort of holding your breath for the other foot to drop in those six, seven, eight innings, and, and it just didn't really materialize, so... Again, like what we talked about in the beginning, it's cool to see them get the results. Four and three is the most important part. But there are a lot of individuals or or or, or facets of the team where you go, oh, that like that looked good over the course of these seven games. Yeah. I feel encouraged about the next two to three. Very encouraged. Mm-hmm. Also, big shout out to new member of the 40-man roster, Jake Bird. Jake Bird, first, yes. First Chad Smith, now Jake Bird, Rockies saving a lot of money on the backs of their jerseys. It's one of the reasons why they never acquired Jared Saltalamacchia. But That's Jake it. Bird, <laughs> uh, Julian Fernandez. That's why. My favorite baseball name. <laughs> the best baseball Whenever name. I try so to good. order a jersey with my Twitter handle on it, I ask for the Saltalamacchia arc. <laughs> I like it's good. that. It's good. It's awesome. Julian Fernandez, unfortunately, designated for assignment. We'll wait to see what happens. I don't think anyone has claimed him just yet, so you may stay in the organization. Big fireballer. Just can't throw strikes uh, as frequently as you would like for a guy who's been clocked at 103, 104 miles an hour. Uh, Elias Montero, or E. Montero, as we should just safely call him. Montero. Was sent as back he down. calls himself. <laughs> yeah. He was sent back down to AAA. So it was Justin Lawrence, Montero. the 27th man. But Jake Bird, he hasn't, he hasn't debuted yet. Uh, he was from Southern Ca- He's from California. So it would have been cool if, if his family got to see him make his debut. Mm. But he was there in the purple. And uh, we'll get a chance to see him on this homestand. Dude, man, I, I, he wasn't even invited to the big league camp, which I was shocked because he was really good last year in double A, even when he went to triple A and in the Arizona Fall League. So it's going to be really exciting to see uh, Jake Bird. He's uh, He's got the goods as a reliever, so I'm, I'm excited. Not yeah. the most famous Jake Bird, by the way. Oh. There was a serial killer in the 40s. Oh, how dreadful. Don't get you here started on that. We were, do- we were doing some of that kind of stuff before the show. <laughs> Just letting you know. Oh, yeah, we were. (laughs) I am curious, though, Brendan. Did you ever have a serial killer phase where you were, like, kind of reading some books and just, like, just interested? Like, God. I thought you were asking a different question there for a second. Yeah. I was like, hard no, actually. I've never felt like. You got to feel the whole thing. You never know where Patrick is going. Yeah. I was like, are you asking me if I've ever wanted to serial kill people? No. (laughs) Um, No, I have never had a serial killer phase. I'm not. I'm not. This really is the closest I've had to one is looking one up on the air. This but one, just now. Just this is now. the serial killer phase. I, yeah, I'm just trying to just I, I take it. my role on Name Corner very seriously on this okay. podcast. You hear, are you uh, really deep into this uh, phase right now, or has this just always been? Well, it's about uh, 10 years deep, 15, okay. so since I was a kid almost. So. This is a thing. This is a thing. I, I Mine didn't last very long. Um, I did read Helter Skelter, and uh, it gave me nightmares. It is, it is a very good book about the Manson murders. Hmm. And then read something about John Wayne Gacy, but that was more inspired by Sufjan Stevens. You know, he had that whole Illinois. All right, album. here we go. We're we're in it. 
I are we have a does anybody else want to have like an indie rock podcast? Because I I can indie hold my own on indie that. rock serial killer podcast. Indie rock all college rock. Yeah, we can go deep on that. No? Uh, for those curious, the Tacoma Axe Killer was Jake Bird's name. Hmm. If that rings any bells, Patrick. Or it here. does quite a bit. Oh, there we go. I, so Tacoma Axe Killer, and if you strike out a lot of guys, I know. It's. And just so, saying, it's there. Just you, Seattle in general. It's a Jake nickname Bird, option. Jake Bird went to uh, UCLA, so hmm. All right, go ahead. You hear while we're Oregon looking. in general just had a lot of serial killers. Oregon was like full of them. That whole northwest ver- region the of the northwest U.S. is just full of serial killers. Yeah, that in Vancouver were just full of people killing hmm. other people. What is it? That's is it because they don't get enough sunshine? It's I always like cloudy and rainy. People like, don't know. There's just a lot of bad things happening up in that region. <laughs> So he uh, his high school was in Santa Clarita, so he could be the Santa Clarita axe killer. Hey, dude, I'm just saying that'd be a, a really cool nickname. <laughs> that really is. Uh, he strikes out his fair share of hitters. Yeah, all right. Uh, let's see how he does on the table. We'll we'll have to see if we actually get that kind of a tweet out, and if it if it does get out, oh, I wouldn't. Tweet y'all that. can peep it. Uh, oh, 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 are we? Oh, this man. What? This man. Are we peeping tweets? I think we are. Are we peeping them tweets? You heard the the peep my tweets dog whistle went off. Let's peep some tweets, Susie. Hello. Uh, tweet <laughs> All sense. right. All right. So this was something that was kind of blowing up on social media earlier this week. So the Angels. Let's talk about the Angels. DNVR Angels. So we know on Tuesday they fired their manager. And then later they lost in extras to the Red Sox. Oh, so on sucks. Wednesday they decided to do an entire vibe overhaul. And they all changed. Every single player changed their walk-up song to a Nickelback song. Did they get to pick the Nickelback song? I didn't find out about that. You know what? I didn't see. I don't know. I just know that they did it. So Alden Gonzalez was the first one to tweet this, and it absolutely blew up. He was wow. he said that, yeah, the coaches wanted to shake things up, so if they snapped out of that streak, it would have been thanks to Nickelback. Did they win that game, Susie? They did not. They they that's my favorite won, detail. I don't think. I think they did full, not win. Did they win Saturday night? They won one of these nights. Against the Mets. Against the, what they won last night. Saturday. Did they? That's yes, Saturday. they did. Yes, they yeah. did. They, they did. did. Okay. They last night big. was right. Saturday night. We were recording on Sunday. So yeah, we we we, do we know where Nickelback came from? Or did the coaching staff be like, we are going to play the worst band we can think of to really get you guys to not worry about walk up and all that other BS? I wish Right? Like is that was that the impetus for I it? wish I had more information. But, I mean, it seems like let's pick the most shocking thing. And Nickelback is so polarizing. This is true. Is, this is are true. Are they? I mean, are, are yeah. there multiple polls? Is there another poll? Is there another <laughs> on, poll? On the, <laughs> on the opposite side of, like, not Well, great, there's on but... one side people are like, Nickelback is the worst band ever. And then on the other side, people are like, I, are they that bad? And then the That's other, the other side. The other side <laughs> is people saying, look at this photograph. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I did I did own that album when it came oh, out. Oh, me too, man. I was in middle school. Do you know when it came out? No. 9-11. Did it really? Oh. Not a lie. Oh. Yes. It was a, it was a, it was a big CD purchasing day. That's right. I bought four CDs that day to try to get through. I oh, was very close man. to it, as, as you would have been. Sure. Fabulous. The Blueprint by Jay-Z, Nickelback, and P.O.D. That's what I was listening to on 9-11. Wow, Weird, huh? heavy stuff. That's a, that's a, a shared experience, man. That Nickelback album was an on because I was young enough that I was unironically like, "This is good." Yeah, you know, <laughs> this is how you remind me. Do you guys remember that song? You yes. remind me personally. Yeah. I never made it as a wise man, so I connected. <laughs> I connected. 
I really did. All right. Speaking of Nickelback lyrics, <laughs> Sorry, I've got Susan. another tweet. No, that this is why we're here. We're got another tweet for us to peep. Okay. So this is the final score that night. The Angels lose one nothing to the Red Sox. To quote Nickelback song rock star, it's like the bottom of the ninth, <laughs> and I'm never gonna win. <laughs> so that was a, that's a, one of the lyrics in that song. That's yeah. a lyric, and wow. that was a great tweet from Sam Bloom. <laughs> Props to Chad Kroger, man. You. You can just you can see the future. Nickelback is a baseball band. That's right. I think Let so. the record show. Let the record show. <laughs> Nickelback is a baseball band. Nickelback is America's pastime. Aren't they Canadian? Are th- yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> Chad Kroger. But Nickelback is America's huh. pastime. Are they can I had no idea. Did you know the lead singer was like sounds, married to like Avril Lavigne for a minute? Oh, really? Also Canadian. The dead one or the real one? Oh, we're not getting yeah, into conspiracy uh, theory. <laughs> Is this more serial killer stuff? We need to be no, some more No, it's not. Do you not know this conspiracy theory? On Avril Lavigne? Yeah. No. Oh, my gosh. So there's a theory that at the Avril Lavigne we see today is actually true. a body double because the mm. original Avril Lavigne either disappeared or um, died. Yo, who's putting that much work into it? So, like, people have, like, done all this. Why not just announce why? Avril Lavigne's death? Like, no, why get a double? They, people insist that there is a body double because they're like, oh, her voice sounds different from when she was younger. It's like, okay, people change. I don't know. And and as we all know, without Avril Lavigne, society would crumble. So yeah. people I mean, can't know the truth. Exactly. I mean, look, we all saw that documentary <laughs> called Dave, where Kevin Klein became the president because he looked like the president. I think we, that's probably happened with Avril Lavigne. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to co-sign that. Yeah. All right. Let's peep some let's more peep tweets. Let's peep some more tweets. Let's Susan. peep some more tweets. Let's peep Because we're still on the Nickelback topic. Oh, I, liked, I liked this one. I liked this one. Oh, we do have a graphic. Um... <laughs> Well, it's to no one's surprise, playing a lot of Nickelback isn't conducive to scoring. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good tweet. It's so good. You're definitely going to get shut out. I retweet that. Nickelback. Oh, I retweet that. I, I think I might have. Well, I at least put it on my, my Rocky show. Um, and then I liked this other one from Jessica Kleinschmidt, friend of the program. Every nickel or every player took a BuzzFeed quiz to determine which Nickelback song they were. <laughs> that's Is awesome. that legit? No. Oh, that's pretty good. I don't I know, like actually. That. That's really Angels funny. management just trying anything. That's very Hey, good. take this quiz real fast. Yeah, hey, guys. Can they we, send it the, to the group the chat. The quality control coach handed out a survey. I would really like for us to come up with that kind of technology on the DNVR website for people to, like, plug in their information to find out. That what, kind of technology? blank they you are. You mean a BuzzFeed quiz? We need to make some BuzzFeed quizzes. Yeah, we'll get on What it. Rocky's reliever are you? What Denver mascot are you? It's more which DNVR uh, personality are you? Oh, yes. I like that too. I like that. Um, so I, you know what? You're such a Susie. You know? Is that you an insult that. or yeah, a you compliment? You said that like an insult. Exactly. He said it like an he insult. No, I said like two gals. Patrick is so out. catty. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> catty patty. He's in a mood today. Catty patty over Hashtag here. Catty stats. Okay. Catty stats. Um, we put it out there on Twitter. I wanted to know. What if the Rockies got to this point where they needed a total vibe overhaul? Mm. What artist should they all walk out to? Of course, I voted Taylor Swift because I know that everyone is a secret Swifty, right? Whether they'll admit it or not. Mm. I put it out there on Twitter though, so I had some, we we got some good answers. We got some good answers. Um, Josh said Kids Bop. I like that. Kids Bop is a good one. I I very like much like that. Yeah, someone That's else good. someone else said uh, the tree farm jingle. 
If we're looking, I mean, very Colorado specific. I really feel like they hung Nickelback on the team to really like. Um, it's kind of embarrassing almost in a weird way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Coaching staff wouldn't want to do that. But if you want just better vibes, but a little, little tribe, a little tribe called Quest. I mean, you could just hit any track. Yeah. You got, you know, I imagine up in the, uh, you know, the media area that they have uh, uh, with the announcing booths and all that. They got to have like a six CD changer in there. I'm guessing I mean, it's 2022. Yeah. I mean, unless you think they might have an eight CD changer. I'm thinking maybe <laughs> I'm thinking they're probably past CD changers even. Ten, so 10, ten, ten, ten. Yeah, that's it. Okay. That's two fives. Just keep bumping the number. Two up. five spots. Um, and then, yeah, you just take any Patrick track from another time. Another planet. <laughs> oh, I see where you're going with. Right. Someone plugs their iPod in. Anyway, yep, that's what I was thinking. I, I, even iPods are outdated. Yeah, what are we talking even, about? We're on to Bluetooth now, dude. <laughs> Someone's no got their Spotify playlist. <laughs> we don't use aux cords anymore. What? Well, if you want a really good sound of what it was like in the studio, they could hook up their, their phonographs, right? If you get their correct cords, Look right? Look at this oh phonograph. We're going back. We're going back. <laughs> How lo- are we close to an hour? <laughs> I, like think we, I, I, I feel tweet, like we've been on for like two hours. I almost tweeted out. I was like, I think we got 90 minutes of material today. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to push it. We're going to push it. I'm we could just chop this up into like five episodes and we're just done for the week. Yeah. You know, we, we could just <laughs> we do that. We might do that. Don't tell anyone. This is our secret, Wednesday's guys. pod is just going to be the Nickelback chunk. <laughs> the Nickelback weeks. hour. That's it. <laughs> do we have any non-Nickelback tweets to... Peep. To peep. Uh, yeah. So actually, uh, our good friend Justin Michael said that the Rockies should all walk up to one eight seven seven cars for kids. It's <laughs> oh. actually funny. <laughs> that was so obnoxious. Very. Yes. And those are the tweets to be peeped. Did I get I, all of them? I like peeping tweets. Oh my gosh! Oh, look at the graphic. That's a good graphic. I uh, will actually make. I should make that my Twitter cover D- photo. Double layer too, because you're an enemy of the bird watching community. I am an enemy you of the bird watching community. An well, those antagonist. Are, aren't large enough to be like real quality binoculars, aka binos. They almost look more like opera glasses. You know, <laughs> is that? Am I speaking my language? Binos, a- aka binos. <laughs> yeah, dude. That, I this prefer is what to bird watchers say binos. I, I I prefer to call them knockies. I think they actually call them binox, don't they? The, I've like heard binox. Binox. We go binox. Binox. My friend Jennifer X Williams has her binoculars that she brings to games. She is a sports reporter like out that. in New York. I like that. She calls them binox. I was I brought binoculars during the pandemic season when they had summer camp, and they were just training. Oh yeah. And it was just like, okay, who are some of these people? Who's out there on the field? We we learned Tony Walters cut his hair off. And I literally had I literally held up my phone to my binoculars to get a photograph of him without his long hair. Oh my gosh! Because journalism. Good you know? old papers. Journalism. Yeah, Tony Papes. Tony How was Papes. the photo? Was it a good photo? It was. Did yeah. anyone look at this photograph? Yeah, people uh, <laughs> checked it out over on at DNVR <laughs> underscore Rockies on Twitter, or maybe it was from my personal account. At Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter. How did you is make that a segue? This is Unbelievable. This is how we're wrapping up the show. It's such a weird skill. Swiss Army it, Knife, Segway Army Knife. He's you know, so good at it. It's incredible. Well, <laughs> on that note, I am the Susie Hunter on all platforms. <laughs> and I am the Brendan Vote. No, wait, that's not right. I'm Brendan Vote at Twitter. That was genuine. That Common wasn't spelling. A bit. At I Twitter? Just, at twi- on Twitter. So you just go to Twitter.com and then... Uh, I'll just follow Susie. Her tweets are better. Guys, I retweeted Brendan. Don't worry. (laughs) The Rockies had a winning 
Road Let's go. trip in California. <laughs> they did it. That's momentum, folks. We've got a little bit of momentum, but true momentum is only as good as your next show. So we will talk to you tomorrow.